Thanks for listening to our Market Street Podcast. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope today's message helps you in your walk with Jesus. For more information, visit us at marketstreetchurch.org. Good morning, everyone. Oh, you guys are pretty excited with all the commotion this morning. That's good. I got a lot of funny faces. Thank you. Is that Jesse? Yes, Jesse. If you're joining us online, welcome. We are so glad that you are a part of our service today and that you are watching us and joining us. If you have any questions about our church, you can check out our website and check out our social media. Love to connect and engage with you. So I am so thankful for you guys. You guys are really flexible. I'll tell you that this morning. I got a couple weird faces, but that's okay. I typically, I'm one to keep chill. But yeah, we are very intentional about what we're doing today. So that's why you're sitting in a circle, probably with someone that's in your life stage or similar or close at least. And I'm going to speak for not too long, which is going to be very hard for me, uh, because I want us to get into some things that I have, which I think are going to be just great for a kind of a great next step to what I have today speaking. So I'm about to make this the most relatable message that you've ever heard with this statement. So who has a friend in here? Come on, come on. Who, you're probably sitting next to a friend or two. Thank you, teens and high schoolers. Come on. If you don't have a friend, I can be your friend. And... That's, I won't count it sad, it's fine. You can be my friend. Like, hey, this is, this is the reality of life. We all, at some point, have had a friend, have a friend currently. We all know what people mean to us in our lives, right? We are born, and literally right out of when we're born, someone greets us, a person. So, and for the rest of our lives and moving forward, we have relational opportunities, no matter what happens, whether you want to or not. You are in school you're in work, you are going to the grocery store, you are pumping at the gas, wherever you look, back, forward, north, south, east, west, you are seeing someone. Am I right? This is the reality that we live in, and I really uh, am so passionate about people, and, and I get my cue from Jesus, and I'm gonna, I don't want to kind of get myself too ahead here, but this is our reality, is to be relational. We have relationship with people. We see people all around us, and it's how God created the world, how he created everything for us to be relational. Now, this is an interesting thought, and I hope it's interesting to you guys because it is for me as well. So if you read, which I'm not (laughs) encouraging anyone to go there, but there's a vision that John had, and he wrote it in Revelation, and he pictured Jesus coming a certain way. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but I don't know about you guys, Jesus could have come and done things so much different. Am I right? He could have come with a double-edged sword coming out of his mouth, like John was saying. He could have come, uh, you know, as a king, you know, sword, dressed in white. He could have come, even as how the Jews were expecting him. They were expecting that things were going to be the best for them, that they were going to be in this new kingdom, and they were going to have a king, and every other country, every other, you know, everything was going to be next And they were going to have their king. That's what they were expecting their Messiah to come with, right? I mean, I don't know about you guys. This is kind of just the nerd in me. I think like, man, Jesus could have really done, and and God within himself, he could have done things however he wanted to. But guess what? He did not. He chose the relational route. That's what he chose to do. He chose to be relational. How do we know that? Well, he came, he lived his life, did life with people, and at the time that he was ready to do his ministry, Then he went straight into finding some men, which at the time, you know, it's something typical, common, and and I'll kind of get into that too. You know, people, they, um, they, 
at the time, teachers, rabbis, they kind of put men around them, you know, followers around them so that they would be legitimate. So that was one portion of it. But Jesus, he took it to a whole nother level. He took it to another step. He decided, you know what, instead of me taking any other route or doing anything, I'm going to take a relational route. And I'm going to take time and find men and I'm going to invest in them and I'm going to spend time with them. Doesn't this speak volumes to you? It does to me. Because Jesus could have, again, he could have painted a picture. He could have created a story however he wanted it to. Isn't that interesting? But then he decided to say, you know what? I'm going to surround myself with these 12 guys, and I'm going to do life with them. And different from the other teachers and rabbis of that time, man, he loved them. He spent time with them. He invested in them. He encouraged them. He would sit down with them. He would eat with them. You know, back then, they were considered, you know, almost as if they were nothing or asleep. He took it an extra step. And my proof is in this verse. And this is all I'm going to have. I'm going to try and get this because I, I really want you guys to spend some time in, discuss, in discussing. Um, John 15, starting in verse 12. Very, very common verse. And I hope that we can, we can uh, just gain from it uh, what I have gained as I was prepared. So verse 12, this is my commandment, that you love one another just as I loved you. So I'm going to give you some context. Jesus' steps, moments, chapters, if you will, from taking this big, you know, burden of sin upon himself. He is getting so much. So these, not that prior to John, nothing's important, but man, I really, these verses from chapter 12, 15 on really weigh heavy on me because he knew that he was getting closer to the moment. He was getting closer to the moment where he was going to give his life for us and allow sin to be taken on him for us. So this is, this is huge. I just wanted to lay that foundation. In verse 13, it says, greater has greater love has no one than this, that one laid down his life for his friends. I have a lot of conversations with, you know, folks, and honestly, I, I have a friendships, you know, here within the room, and, but I have, a, I have a really good friend. His name is John Carlos. I, I was trying to get a picture of us, but we looked so goofy back in college. Like, I, I told him, I was like, I can't, like, put those pictures up there. But he's my guy. He is my guy. We did life together, still do life together. He lives in Minneapolis. We're you know, 10, 12 hours away on a car ride. But still consistently, the things that we put in place for ourselves, for our friendship, our foundation, we still practice. But you know what? It is so hard for me to come around the thought of me giving my life for him. Is that just me that feels that way? Do you guys feel that it'd be tough for you to give your life for, I mean, my wife, my kids, my parents, I love my parents so much. Like, th these are things that I potentially, you know, that I can work my mind through, but a friend? to lay your life down for a friend. This is, this is the type of love that Jesus is trying to describe. Again, going to another bar, setting it to another place that we, because he's, he's God, he's Jesus, right? He's giving us an example, but he always sets the bar so much further. But this is what I get from it, and this is what I hope that you guys get to, that friendship with God is having meaningful relationship with others. Friendship, well, we'll see why in the next verse I say that, but if you really want to be in tune with the Lord, if you really want to be able to create like a relationship, meaningful with God, man, it's through, it's through meaningful relationship with people. It's taking opportunities to be able to practice his command. There's so much empowerment in the New Testament. There's so many good things that we can pull from. But my perspective, when I read anything, when I read from Colossians to Corinthians, anything, it's with this in mind, that his command was for me to love others like he loved us, to love in a way that we can lay down. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, so I'm going to go to verse 14 because of it. So this is what he says. He says, you are my friends. And he's talking to the disciples. You are my friends if you do what I command. 
again, going back to the command, if you're able to put yourself in a position to love the way that he loved, to, to have a sacrificial love the way that he loved, that's what makes a friend. That's why that statement is so powerful. Friendship with God is having meaningful relationships with others. And I don't know about you guys, but, I mean, I warm up to people pretty quick. I'm, you know, you, we can go to Chipotle. That's my spot. Andrew, yep. Um, yep, yep. Thanks. We can do some things. And, man, I can warm up to you quick. But meaningful relationship isn't something that happens in 45 minutes. Meaningful relationship isn't something that happens in a handshake and how's it going. Meaningful relationships doesn't happen talking about the weather. I mean, yeah, there's lots to talk about here in Michigan. Oh, yeah, for the freezing rain again, all this stuff. It doesn't happen in that setting, though. Is that, is that fair to say? Does meaningful relationship happen when there's a little bit more of sacrifice done, that there's a little bit more time that's been put into it, that there's a little bit more of experiences together? Am I right? Is that fair to say? Well, let's move to verse 15. It says, no longer do I call you slaves, for the slaves does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all the things that I have heard from my father I have made known to you. So this is what Jesus is saying. They've spent so much time cultivating a relationship together and that they've joined in. So guess what? Now they're like walking in the same mission. They're walking in the same light. They're walking with the same purpose, the same direction. Because of the time that they've invested together, the experiences that they've had in their ministry, the growth that they've needed to have. You guys have read it. Jesus was having to, you know, tell them what to do and instruct them and guide them so many times. It was just how he had to do things with them. But that, those moments were what created now something that Jesus is saying, you know what? You guys are my friends. And guess what? I'm connected to the Father. Everything that you hear, everything that I know to be true, I'm passing it on to you. Why? Because their hearts and their minds were aligned, right? They had such a, these had so many moments that they could spend encouraging one another, praying with one another, giving guidance and instruction. That created an alignment that, again, their purpose was the same. I don't want to get off track. Mm, I'm, so bad, I'm so good at getting off track. But if you read Acts and you see Peter having his first sermon and having a boldness, that didn't come from him just, if, you know, hearing from Jesus a half an hour conversation. That boldness that he got, that empowerment from the Spirit, that was a confidence from walking with Christ and being able to know and having his mind and heart aligned to God. Those are moments of growth that are and time that is spent. And that's our reality, friends, that that's what happens in friendships. And Jesus, you know, that's what he was telling them when, you know, you, now I know, and now you know, and have access to the Father in that way. So at this moment in time, when I think through what it takes for us to continue to grow, last week, uh, Pastor Chris was talking about our word, right? our word for the year, which is so. This is a whole other tangent, but it's a great plug-in, though, so I'm going to take advantage. We're not going to leave it at here. Our word for this year is so as a church. So for the next couple months, Pastor Chris is going to be talking about actually what that looks like, sowing into the spirit, what, it, what those things look like, what we can do to really see the spirit shine out of us. And we're going to spend a lot of time in that and praise the Lord for that. But the reason that I say that is because of this verse, and this is what's so huge because I know that some people because I felt like this too and let me read it verse 16 it says you do not choose me but I choose you and appointed you that you would go and bear fruit and that your fruit would remain so that whatever you ask of the father in my name he may give to you this is so powerful friends this is so powerful because a lot of us including myself there's so many feelings of inability to to spend time with folks to, to do ministry to walk out to, you know, pray for someone that's in the middle of the street that needs something. Listen, 
whether you like it or not, you're a chosen person. Whether you like it or not, you've been empowered by the Spirit. It's a promise when we accept Christ. That's something that's yours. Now, what we do with it, it's different. And this is why I'm up here, and this is why I'm putting circles in here and making you guys feel have awkward moments because I need you to understand that these moments of growth and these things that happen only in these small settings are what get us to where God wants us to be in regards to him using us and putting us in a position of empowerment so that we can be able to succeed. He says when you uh, put yourself in that position, when you're bearing fruit in that way, you can ask whatever you'd like to the Father and he'll give it to you. What is it? That when we're empowered in that way and he was empowering the disciples in that way, well, now they have an ability to succeed. They say, you know what, Lord, my group of people, my small group, we're going to go and we're going to, you know, spend some time praying for uh, homeless. We're going to spend some time praying for people that need it. Well, you know what? That empowerment, it's in there. It's, it's within you. It's in an ability to succeed. And it's huge because for me, there's been so many moments that I felt unencouraged. There's so many moments that I felt like I couldn't, that I wasn't able to. But in these settings of growth and opportunity, that's, that's when it came. So I want us to, to take this perspective, and I'm going to close because now I'm getting close to my time. Jesus went to the point where he gave his life for us. He was telling them in that moment, you know, there's no greater love than a friend that would be willing to give their life. He's talking about himself to them. It's hard for us to be able to do that. Let's be real. It's not every day that we're going to make a friend and automatically put ourselves in a position to give life. But this is what I want you guys to consider. Instead of laying down your life, what is it that you need to lay down within your life to be able to get to that point? What is it that you need to lay down? What is it? What is it that's preventing you from taking a step into coming and being able to encourage and grow with your brothers and sisters in Christ? What is it that's taking away from an opportunity for you to be able to serve and do? What is it that you need to lay down? We all have it. We all have something. Time is just, and we're older in this room, and I'm good with that. You guys know that every year that goes by, time goes quicker, meaning that there's more, there's more things that are wanting to occupy their time, your time. There's more things that want to take away from what you're doing. There's more things that just want to come into your schedule. What do we need to lay down, friends, in order to be able to fulfill, to take an hour and invest in, in our friends and, and be here, whether that's in a week or whatever the case may be. What is it that we need to lay down in order to be able to do, to do this? This is what I want us to discuss today. Now, these questions that I have, so in your circles that you're in, and I'm so sorry if you're in a circle that maybe you may not need to be, that's okay. I'm going to have a moment for us to shift around if we need to, and that's fine, that's good. But there's a leader in, one of your, in each of your groups, and that leader is a leader of an Empower group. That Empower group meets at some point throughout the week, so they're going to talk to you about that as well. But the questions that they're going to go and cover are questions that are specific to what community looks like within the church, that are specific to what it is that doing life together. These questions, in order to make this happen, it can't happen over a discussion on the weather. It can't happen over a discussion of, you know, what your golf score was, and then I'm out because, you know, I got to take my kids to sports on a Sunday afternoon, which is fine. That's why. In order for us to be able to find fulfillment and promises of carrying each other's burden, how can I carry, how can I carry Wyatt's burdens if I don't know what his burdens are? How can I put myself in a position that I can pray for him and be intentional with him if I have no idea? Friends, this is this is the perspective that I need us to have in order for God to be able to empower us to succeed and do the things that He's called this ministry to do. Is that fair? Okay, I've rambled on. 
So I'm gonna pray and I'm gonna dismiss our online friends and then we're gonna get into our groups and then I'll come back up here and give you kind of a time, hey, we got five minutes left or whatnot and then I'll close and then we'll go about what we need to do. So let's pray together. Lord, uh, we're just um, are praying, Lord, and we're asking you for, for an opportunity, God, to be able to have this community, to have the community that you've designed, Lord. Um, when we look at the, uh, the, the early church, when we look at, you know, the book of Acts and how people were, were doing life together, they were breaking bread and doing fellowship, that they were devoted to the apostles' teachings. These are the ways, Lord, that, that you've given us to be able to, to grow, Lord, and there's so many promises in the word or there's so many ways in the word as well that we are able to do this, Lord, to sharpen uh, ourselves, Lord. But it, it only happens in this setting. So I just pray uh, that this moment would be productive for us, but also, Lord, that you would uh, uh, give us the opportunities in the moments to be able to connect in that way, to be able to stake that step, Lord, into, into building a community with the people that we have around us, Lord, this body that you've made us and allowed us to be a part of. Pray for this time to be fruitful in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, guys, for being open, willing. I just heard the discussions around the room, and that's encouraging, so I'm glad you benefited. So there's so many little things and steps that we all can take to be able to get to a point where we can love, but that's going to require some sacrifice. And this is, again, ultimately my last point. point is meaningful relationships require sacrificial efforts. Meaningful relationships, if we really want this to mean something, if we want our time together to be more than just weather talk, you know, I don't know, anything else that, I know I just bag on the weather, it's so bad. If you love weather and following trends and like tornadoes, it's cool stuff. I don't have anything against it. I just know that that's shallow. In order for us to have something meaningful between, it's going to require some sacrifice. And that's my challenge for you today. My challenge, half an hour or less on SportsCenter, text a friend. What does it mean for you? What is it going to look like for you in order for you to fulfill the command and at its entirety? I'm not asking you to give your life. I'm, I'm asking what can we lay down within our life? I hope you're encouraged. I hope you have some time to chat with the leaders that are around you. If you have any questions about our groups, we'll be around. The leaders will be around. But I'm so glad you all participated and that you were here. We love you. This ministry loves you, and that's why we put you in awkward situations so that we can grow together, so that we can be, one, be together and close to one another. That's why we do it. It's because we love you. We want to see you grow. We want to see what God has for this ministry. Move to the place and, the, and go where God wants it to go. So pray with me as I dismiss. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for the time. We're thankful for the service. We're so glad that uh, we were able uh, to be together, Lord, as a church body, as you've called. Today we took an opportunity to practice what the early church did, which is to have fellowship with one another and just spend time and, and, and being open and, and to regards to your scripture and your word. We just, we, we pray, Lord, that it goes to within our hearts, Lord, that it goes into good soil, that we would be able to grow this fruit because you've empowered us to, because you've given us, Lord, the, the, uh, the spirit to be able to embody you. So, Lord, allow us to continue to bear fruit together and allow us, Lord, to take the steps that we need to take, the sacrificial steps, Lord, to be able to grow in a way, Lord, that we can be impactful to the people around us. Again, we love... Uh, to, we love you, but we want to be used by you. That's ultimately the case. We love you, Lord. But we want to be used by you in this community, our neighbors, workplace, wherever we are, God. That's what we ask. Bless everyone as they leave today, Lord, and have, have, let everyone have a great week and allow us, Lord, to just to hear from you, Lord. Uh, uh, encourage us through your word and encourage us uh, through your spirit. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great week, guys.